Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 104. I have been doing some thinking lately about big, scary goals. I've watched friends and clients chase some pretty big goals this year. And I've even accomplished a few big, scary goals of my own. And being that I'm a sociology major and fascinated by people, specifically why and how we do things, I've done some thinking about running and goal setting and strategies and planning. And I'm specifically interested in why some people are able to achieve their goals, why others stay in the same place year after year after year. And every time that I've set a big, scary goal for myself, there's initially this period of excitement, right? I talk about setting a big, scary goal that's both exciting and terrifying at the same time. But right after you hit sign up, there's like excitement. There's even anticipation before you hit the sign up button. And then there's excitement and then followed immediately by a period of what the hell did I just do? That's typically followed by there's no way I can do this. I have no idea what I was thinking. Followed by, well, I guess I'm already in, so I might as well just try. And then you start training, you start trying some things. Followed by I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Maybe that's, you You go on like that for a little bit. Maybe you actually taper off your training because you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Why am I even trying? What the hell was I even thinking? And then you have sort of a wave of motivation that causes you to think, wait, maybe I do know what I'm doing. This is awesome. Like I can totally do this. Probably followed by, oh shit, no, I have no idea what I'm doing. This sucks. <laughs> and so on and so forth. I call this riding the wave. We talk about this a lot in Run Your First 50K. And maybe you've even experienced this. What I've noticed and personally experienced over the years is that people who succeed or people, excuse me, that keep pushing forwards despite their fears and self-doubt, those are the ones that ultimately succeed in achieving their goals. We've talked about it here before, but the piece that I want to highlight today is the idea of letting go. And every time I say the phrase, let it go, I just think of the, the song from Frozen, let it go, which I will not sing because I cannot carry a tune to save my life. But in order to achieve your goals, you have to be willing to let it all go. That's the difference between the song, let it go and my version. You have to be willing to let it all go. Literally give up everything you have, everything you've accomplished in order to get to where you want to go in the future. I was totally resistant to this idea at first. I'm just going to be a hundred percent honest. I do not like going backwards. I am dead set on going forwards all the time. I don't even like to look backwards. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, no, we're moving forwards. That stuff back there, you guys can't see me, but I'm like gesturing like that stuff back there. That's old news. I've already done that. Been there, done that. I don't want to look at it. I will, however, look backwards for specific purposes like reviewing my performance and what I did well, what I didn't do well in order to take those lessons and move forwards. But I don't dwell on stuff that happened in the past. And actually, as a side note, uh, if you go back and listen to some of the very first initial episodes, I talk about how in the past, that was my way of thinking. Like I was all in the past. I lived there. Um, 
that informed all of my decisions. I was very much focused on the fact that I could never move forwards because of look at all this shit that happened to me in the past. Like I'm not capable because of look at all this stuff in the past. That's not going to get you to where you want to go. All right. So this has been a huge mindset shift for me over probably like the last 10 or so years from being backwards focused, looking to my past for answers about what I'm capable of in the future to then looking forwards and being like, okay, very cliche. The sky is the limit. What, what do I want to do? What's possible? Let's go out there and pick some stuff and try some stuff. And the next layer of that is thinking about, well, I've gotten myself to this point and what I have done up to this point is great, but I want to go forwards. What's going to take me there? And what I realized is that letting go isn't actually about going backwards because that was my initial thought. Like if, if I think you have to let it go, to me, that means erase everything, go back to start. But that's not really what it means. Letting go is being willing to let go of what you are, who you are, the ways, the ways that you've been doing things in favor of a new identity, a new way of being, a new way of doing things that will help you achieve your goals. So there's no going backwards, okay? Because we've already been there. That's the place that you've achieved thus far, right? We've gotten to this place. No one can take this, what you have, away from you, okay? So whether that's you've run a 5K, a 10K, uh, a marathon, you've done, you're, you're about to do your first 50K, you've done a 50K, maybe you've even gone further than that. No one can take that away from you. And no one else negates that. So just because your friend does more distance than you doesn't negate or downplay your accomplishments. That one also took me a really hard, a long, hard time to get past. And I think I'll probably like save this next thought for like a future podcast episode, but you're not going backwards. You're here, what you've accomplished, that's on your resume thus far. No one can take it away from you. But what got you here won't take you to where you want to go. And we've definitely talked about this in a previous podcast episode. So in order to get to where you want to go, you have to let go of the ways in which you've done stuff up to this point. Now, I have struggled with this every freaking time I've picked a new big scary goal for myself. You would think that I would learn this lesson, you know, (laughs) and not repeat myself, but I'm human and this is what we do as humans. In the beginning, I always think that the way that I'm doing things now will work because that's what got me here. And I've accomplished so much and look at all the things that I've done and it's so great, right? You do sort of this internal audit, this review of things And you think, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the kind of mentality that I bring to this all the time. And then inevitably, a few weeks into the process, I hit a wall, (laughs) a place where I'm frustrated, not getting results, even angry with myself for setting this freaking goal in the first place. And quite possibly, I'm on the verge of giving up entirely. Raise your hand if you have gone through this cycle, (laughs) okay? But then after being like completely frustrated out of my gourd, crying, just deciding like, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Why did I sign up for this? What's going to happen? What will people think of me if I fail? Not useful thoughts at all. But you know, we have to sometimes go through this cycle in order to move forwards. Then I remember I have to let this all go. 
I have to reframe my thinking and my strategies in order to align with where I'm going, not where I've been. Stop looking backwards. I'm, this is more for me. (laughs) I mean, this is for you, but this is like a good reminder for me, right? So if you're having some of those same feelings, like if you are frustrated, if you lack results, if you have anger or resentment towards yourself or the goal or the training, or it might actually even come up as anger, resentment, frustration with other people in your life because they are easier targets because you, it doesn't require you to turn the mirror on yourself and faith and face yourself and deal with your own shit. I've done that for sure. Then, and maybe you're even on the verge of giving up on your goal. I want to urge you to take a step back and ask yourself this question. And this is, I ask myself this all the time. Is what I'm doing serving my big scary goals or am I just doing what I've always done because it's what feels safe and comfortable? And as humans, we seek safety and comfort. Our primitive brain wants us to stay in the cave and stay comfortable and stay safe. Don't go out there. It's like super scary. Don't go outside of the cave. You don't know what's out there. You don't know if you're capable of doing it. Just stay here. You know, the fire is warm. Don't go anywhere. But this is the key to unlocking the next level in your running, being willing to let it all go in favor of what comes next. And once you've answered that question, right? Is what I'm doing serving my big scary goals or am I just doing what I've always done because it feels safe and comfortable? Once you've answered that question, then you can map out a plan to get to your goal. Because if what you're doing actually is serving your big scary goals, like you are taking the steps, you're doing the stuff, then maybe it just comes down to getting some coaching, like figuring out your mindset. Maybe there's a few tactics that could get tweaked that would make um, big changes or, or give you bigger or better results or help move you forward. But if the answer to that question is, yeah, actually I'm really just doing everything the same that I've done forever, never, never, either because I don't know any other way or because I'm scared, then that is a big revelation. And then that my friends, if you can get beyond that, your running results are going to accelerate exponentially because then you can start to map out what you need to do. And then it really just comes down to, okay, I have to be willing to be uncomfortable in small amounts. I'm not talking about, you know, waking up and taking a 10 minute cold shower every day, which like is not fun. (laughs) I mean, maybe some of you guys do that. And if that works for you, that's great. I just have a really hard time with cold showers, but getting uncomfortable in small little doses can look like just getting up and doing your daily shakedown every day. It's outside your comfort zone. It's not what you normally do. That's sort of micro dosing uncomfortableness to get you started on the right path. And then we can extrapolate it from there. But if you were like me, you know, back when I, every time I go through this cycle and you're in denial about where you're at, what you're doing and how best to get results, then it's going to be 10 times harder than it needs to be. Okay. You'll suffer unnecessarily if you can't flip the mirror around, have a look at yourself and be honest about where you are, what you're doing, who you are and where you want to go. 
And in order to keep moving forwards, you're gonna have to let it go. One more thing before you guys go, I just wanted to to say that like one of the biggest places I see this type of thinking, this holding on to ways of doing things that you think work, but when we flip the mirror around and ask ourselves this question, we realize it's actually not working is in the off season where either one of two things happens. Either you do nothing because you need a break, you need uh, some off time, um, and you, you just, quite you, you quite frankly probably don't know what to do, so you're just like, I'm gonna take some time off. And what happens is you actually backslide, or you double down on your efforts and completely wear yourself out before your official training ever begins. And you've probably done this, like me, <laughs> multiple times over and over and over again, because you don't know what to do or you think what you're doing is working. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But this is where places, this is a place where you can really hold yourself back. If you're not paying attention to those types of thoughts and figuring out, is this something that's serving me or do I need to let it go in favor of higher thinking, higher training, my higher self? So if this is you, if you're sort of like in this place and you're ready to start making some decisions and letting go of the old way of doing things, then I want to remind you that Off-Season RX is open and available now. And this is a great place if you're ready to switch up your training and your thinking. It's a 12-week plan for runners that struggle with what to do during the off-season. It answers lots of the common questions like, how many days a week should I run? How far? How hard? How do I incorporate strength training? How much of it should I do? What strength training exercises are right? Where do I start with mobility? What do those mobility exercises look like? I have just no clue how to do that. How do I take rest days? How do I incorporate cross training? All the things. For many runners, having quote unquote unscheduled time can be really tough. Not knowing what to do can send you into a spiral. And that's when you make one of these cardinal mistakes, either doing too much or not enough at all. So I really designed Offseason RX to be the balance in between. So you can go and get it by visiting my website, www.megan-gould.com forward slash offseasonrx, all one word. When you get there, you're going to see that there's two different levels. Level one is the training plan only. So you can either get it in Google spreadsheet form or in Training Peaks. That's going to sync to your device, your smartwatch. Um, and level two is going to be the training plan and coaching. So if you're somebody who wants a little more handholding, more accountability, more structure, more coaching, more input, more help, more planning, that's going to be the option for you. So go check that out. DM me if you have any questions. That's all for this episode. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. 